0: This is the World Industrial News for Friday, October 14th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part three of their podcast, How to Leverage the U.S. Infrastructure Bill to Modernize the U.S. Power Grid.
1: Uh, I mentioned that it's $550 billion, and of that Um, we understand that around $65 billion is going straight into that power and grid sector. Um, And I can break these down um, a little bit later in our conversation. But for now, what's most important to remember is that this is new money for resiliency, reliability to address the outages, uh, the drought, resilience, all of these other issues that have been um, plaguing our nation with the intensity and severity of climate change. Awesome. Thank you for that, Mona. And and Pat, I guess I, following that, I'll turn it over to you. What, why is this bill so important to our power grid? And what are some of the benefits of this upgraded grid?
2: I think this bill's primary importance is the scope. There aren't very many people within the power industry that don't know what we have to do and actually how we have to do it. There have been presentations at our various PUCs for a number of years on what will happen as we get higher and higher percentage of renewables. We knew there was instability coming. What we didn't design for necessarily was the sudden change of these weather events. So that's really what's really important is that this is a glo- this is a problem that stretches across the United States. So a small-scope project couldn't handle it. You know, you can build a new power station in areas where you need power and dispatchable power, but then you have to deal with the environmental issues of that. And that's a fairly, uh, I won't say distracting, but it's a fairly significant uh, project. On the other hand, if we looked at the whole thing in totality, we can see how these things all influence and affect each other. In addition to the three things I named on the grid itself, and Mona brings up a very good point, is that it's connected to water, to sewer, to transportation. I mean, if you decide you're going to charge a million cars in the San Francisco Bay Area, the question comes in: where do you get the where do you get the power? And how do you get the power into the batteries that the cars need. This is a very large scope project. So, what's really going to happen, and we see it happening already, is that we're going to be upgrading the intelligence of the grid.
0: To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. North America has emerged as the fastest-growing market for electric vehicles, and some of its largest auto manufacturers are teaming up with tech-focused companies based overseas, particularly those from South Korea, to remain competitive in a rapidly changing market. Industrial Info is tracking more than $46.5 billion worth of EV battery projects in the U.S. and Canada. General Motors' company upped the ante this week when it announced GM Energy, a subsidiary that will focus on energy management services and drive growth beyond the core vehicle portfolio. Much of the new business will cater to EV customers through battery charging and storage products. ExxonMobil Corporation will store up to 2 million metric tons per year of captured carbon dioxide emissions from CF Industries Holdings Incorporated's manufacturing complex in Louisiana under a deal announced this week. CF Industries, which produces hydrogen and nitrogen products, is investing $200 million to build a CO2 dehydration and compression unit at its Donaldsonville, Louisiana nitrogen complex in order to to enable captured CO2 to be transported and stored. Under the deal announced on Wednesday, ExxonMobil will transport and permanently store the captured CO2 in the company's geologic storage it owns in Vermilion Parish. A presidential regulation in Indonesia sets new selling prices for electricity from geothermal power plants, along with other incentives for attracting geothermal investments. The acceleration of renewable energy development for the provision of electricity regulation sets the prices for power from renewable energy sources sold to local utility PTPLN. And India is seeking to change laws to allow private miners to extract lithium, the key ingredient for batteries used for electric vehicles and energy storage. According to the Indian government's estimates, in order to meet lithium-ion battery demand, India will need a minimum of 10 gigawatt hours of lithium-ion cells by 2023.